Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Got your Cubs hat on? Yep. They playing today? Yes. St. Louis. Now, I heard Mm. that the Cardinals are dropping to the bottom of their division. Division. Okay. Is that right? They're, they're getting down there. They're getting down. Why are you laughing? Like, Big no. Because, listen, I don't know, but I like, I'm like. i pro Chicago. Oh, I'm oh, for okay, Chicago okay. and any Chicago rivalry. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that they are coming last and, and, and they disband the team and never play again. That's oh, what I hope it. for all <laughs> non-Chicago teams or at least the teams that are our rivals. So, yeah, we've got a lot of Cardinals fans here at the church. What is that yeah. all about? Well, not everyone that comes to church is saved. Uh, that's that just the way we've it. understood. That you know, the, yeah, it's good. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's the weed and the chaff and they just kind of, yeah. they'll be thrown up and you know, we'll figure it out. Some will be thrown to the fire. Yeah, man, that's a good explanation. I hadn't thought about it that way. It makes a lot more sense. So, um, so we uh, we had our men's gathering today at church. Mm-hmm. It was a good men's gathering. And mm-hmm. then now, uh, what you went home and you're doing some homework and stuff yep, like yep. that. Have you been busy all day? No. Ooh, you've been able no. to relax a little bit. Relaxed, nice. uh, hung out with Michelle for a bit. Good. And cleaned up a little bit. And yeah, getting ready. Right. Gonna, Michelle's going out tonight. So I'll go home and hang out with the kids, figure out what we're going to do. Probably make some. I'm hoping the weather's going to hold off. I want to make some brats, like grill some brats. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like exactly what your kids want. That's what yeah. you want. What? You want brats. That's what yeah. you're making. Brats. Yeah. It's not about your kids. Stop it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. with me while yeah. I do oh, it. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Very good. And then, then we go. watch a movie. Yeah. We're going to watch a bootleg copy of John Wick 3. First of all, I don't do the bootleg stuff. Uh, <laughs> Second of and, all, uh, well, I don't do the bootleg stuff because right. you know um, that would be illegal. The Joe. Bootlegging, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, any, any kind of pirated uh, streaming yeah, pirating service is illegal. Is illegal. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you don't do these That's things exactly. And so the second thing is, I'm waiting for you. I know. We got to go see it. We got to go see it. You keep telling me we're going to see it, and then we don't see it. I'm busy every minute of the day right now. Oh, poor baby. My wine. I'm just telling you why. No, it is. Like today, I was busy. I had Mm -hmm. to drive all over looking for a car, like checking out these used cars for my daughter Catherine. And you found a good one. You found one nicer than yours. We went and saw one, and uh, this Mazda. And she's like, "I like it." And Jen's like, "Ooh, it's got a backup camera. We got to get it." And I'm like, Mm -hmm. "This is not. This car is not." good and i was showing her why and then i but i was i draw i i offered them of a super low bald mm-hmm. i was like i'll give you this much for it and uh like uh a thousand under what he was asking and it was i mean it's only a few thousand dollar car and uh he's thinking about it and then i just said after i found out one more thing as i was kind of going over the car i said now nah, forget it yeah i could just see that like that nah, now nah, nah, nope. forget it done out is just too much and then uh, we went and found this yellow mini cooper mm, and okay. uh at the place where i get my car worked on yep it, i saw that yeah i saw that right photo. across from the cigar shop so yep yep you spent yep. a lot I of like time there they gave you kind of like that friends and family discount they did. 
for all the money you've spent uh, mm-hmm. fixing your car there. Fixing my hoopty up, yeah. Fixing your hoopty up. Oh my they gosh. threw you a bone on that one, yeah, huh? They like me. They're like, oh, man, you poured 7000 into yours. <laughs> I'm going to give you a discount on this one. Yeah, he, they actually just gave it to us. Here you go. <laughs> the door prize for you. So what are we talking about today, Jimmy? We are talking, we're in Chapter 17 of the 1689. We're going to be looking at Paragraph 1 of the Perseverance of the Saints. Yeah. So um, what chapter are we in? Chapter 17. Okay, I thought you said 16. I no, was like, that, was, that was last I time. know, that's what I was going to call you out, but oh. then... Uh, wow, don't you feel foolish? I do. Now, this is a long paragraph. You want to read it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you read it. Okay, this. I'm going to read it. And then we'll walk through it section mm-hmm. by section, just of this first paragraph. We'll try to break it up and make some sense out of it. All right, go. Those whom God has accepted in the beloved, effectually called and sanctified by his spirit and given the precious faith of his elect unto, can neither totally nor finally fall from the state of grace, but shall certainly persevere therein to the end, and be eternally saved, seeing the gifts and callings of God are without repentance, from which source he still begets and nourishes in them faith, repentance, love, joy, hope, and all the graces of the Spirit unto immortality. And though many storms and floods arise and beat against them, yet they shall never be able to take them off that foundation and rock which by faith they are fastened upon. Notwithstanding, through unbelief and the temptation of Satan, the sensible sight of the light and the love of God may for a time be clouded and obscured from them. Yet he is still the same, and they shall be sure to be kept by the power of God unto salvation, where they shall enjoy their purchased possession, they being engraved upon the palm of his hands, and their names having been written in the book of life. From all eternity. This is a good and important uh, chapter, mm-hmm. and it's a big paragraph for us to, to start. And so we really want to keep it simple and just walk through this because we're going to have, you know, a few weeks yeah. uh, here to, to kind of dive deep. So when you hear uh, perseverance of the saints, yeah. what, um, like, how do people typically talk? Because that, that, that phrase is, that's distinctly Calvinistic. Yeah, perseverance language. Of the people How do really, most people talk about it? Uh, like, was it once saved, always saved. Right. Once saved, always saved. Uh, uh, eternal security. Yep. So, um, and so it dep- depends on who you talk to, right? Mm-hmm. Because some people can say once saved, always saved or refer to eternal security. And it could mean exactly what we mean. Yeah, it could be exactly the way we're referring to in 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 the perseverance of the saints way. And other times, though, it is totally different, right? And mm-hmm. so, maybe most popularly, when you think about once saved, always saved, and eternal security, you would probably go back to someone like Charles Stanley. Now, that's Andy. If you're young, you know Andy Stanley. Mm-hmm. If you're old like me, you know Charles Stanley. Yeah. Charles Stanley was his dad. Now, Charles Stanley, famous preacher, loves Jesus. But when he talks about this, he argues in his book, Eternal Security, I had to read that book, uh, he he argues that um, on the one hand, this part is good. Once a person trusts in Christ, that person is sealed, going to heaven, all is good. They cannot lose the salvation that they've got. Sign, seal, deliver. I don't know what that is. (gasps) Never mind. You don't know that song. We, don't, we didn't. We didn't. We weren't in the same music track growing oh, up. Okay. Oh, all right. Continue. Yeah. What was that? Don't worry about oh, it. Man. It's a. I, you know what? I actually went for something. Is it that, Christian? That, no. Oh. I went for something that's like you know, uh, your kind of generation. Oh, really? maybe a little bit. Is yeah. it sixties? Actually, I don't know when it's so, from. Oh, it might be seventies. So, 
he would say that, you know, a person that has salvation will always have that salvation. That salvation is never going to be revoked. Well, that is good if that's all that you're saying. Mm -hmm. But he goes so far in that book as to say things like a person can become an unbeliever. They and yet be, still have yeah, eternal security because they've said the prayer. Yeah. And it's like, so you, if, if God has given you eternal life, he's not going to take it back even if you renounce the faith. And of course, the problem is, it's like, well, a, a, a person, there are so many category differences here between how we think about it and how a guy like Charles Stanley thinks about mm. it. Um, but I was taught that perspective in Bible college by some professors that that you can become a Christian and and you've believed in Jesus yeah. and it's legit and real, born again and heaven is yours, and then you can become an atheist later on and you're still going to heaven. Whereas in the Reformed tradition, we would say like, well, they never were going to heaven. If yeah, they, they never completely really apostatized from the yeah, faith. Exactly. Right? So there is a difference depending on who you're talking to. So you want to be charitable. If somebody says, I believe in eternal security, don't assume that they've, you know, bought into the whole Charles Stanley perspective yeah. or Charles Ryrie perspective or, or any, you know, semi-Pelagian Charles out there. <laughs> um, but uh, the, any of the SPCs. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, you know, just be careful. Um, okay. So when we're talking about perseverance of the saints, mm-hmm. You know, it, this is different from that because this is not just emphasizing uh, heaven, but how a saint progressively continues in the faith without completely falling away. Correct. Yeah. Well, you know, these things that we've been discussing as far as like like good works, how we're uh, our communion with God, how we're living this this uh, lifelong or, you know, Eugene Peterson would talk about that long obedience. Right. 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 So, um John Dagg, in his uh, Manual of Theology, writes about this, and uh, I wanted to pull from a Baptist uh, for everybody, and so I, I grabbed Dagg off the shelf, and he's arguing here in his um, in, in chapter six on what he calls final perseverance, mm-hmm. uh, in this whole section dealing with sanctification and everything. Here's what he says: We have said that the Holy Spirit continues to sanctify those whom He has regenerated. So this is the key idea in perseverance, right? That the Spirit that regenerates somebody causes them to be born again is the Spirit that continues to sanctify them throughout their lives. In consequence of this, he continues, they persevere in a course of holy obedience to the end of life. Whatever struggles it may cost and whatever temporary departures from the straight line of duty may mark their course, they are graciously preserved from total and final apostasy. So that's really the idea when we're talking Mm. about perseverance, that that our continuance in the faith is guaranteed. This does not necessarily mean that we will not stumble in the faith. And we're going to get to that as we walk as we walk through this. So as we're talking about this, Joe, we're uh, let, should we start going yeah, let's through? Look, let's look at it. All right. Uh, so I'll start here at the beginning here. Those whom God has accepted in the beloved, effectually called and sanctified by his spirit and given the precious faith of his elect unto. Okay. So right there, we, we see then that our, this, when we're talking about the perseverance of the faith, that it's connected to the other saving graces, right? Yeah. Those that have been accepted, the beloved, effectually mm. called yep. and then sanctified by his spirit. So, yeah, the, God has done these things mm-hmm. and he's going to continue to do those things and more things. So if you've got, you know, accepted in the beloved, we can call it justification, right? Mm. Um, or or a, a effect or uni- union with Christ. Uh, effectually called and Election. sanctified by his spirit, right? So we've got this, this regeneration, this mm-hmm. uh, sanctification, this transformation, given the precious faith uh, of the elect. So all of that is a precedent, right? The, yeah. God has... Are you... Are, 
In other words, a person who has been accepted is not going to be rejected. A person who has been called is not going to be uncalled. A person who's been sanctified, these works are going to continue. Hmm. But he goes on to say, or they go on to say in the 1689, that we can fall, but we won't fall away. And so here is where we're getting to the essence of, of perseverance when it says these that have been experiencing these saving graces yeah. of God can neither totally nor finally fall from the state of grace. That's the main idea. And that's what Dag was saying, right? Yeah, yeah. You will never fully apostatize. You can have struggles and troubles. Uh, you can be stupid. You can play the fool. Mm-hmm. You can get into all kinds of problems. You can dive uh, deep into sin at times. You could doubt for a season. Yeah, absolutely. You could really struggle. But your, your fall isn't total. So in other words, your faith is still intact, even if it's weak, even if it's really, really mm. small, it's still there. You're still trusting. You may not even have assurance at all in this season, but so you're not totally falling and you're not finally falling, which is, you know, like where you go off into, uh, into hell itself and condemnation. So we can fall, but not fall away. Did you see that quote I sent you? Uh, which one? The, the William Secker? Yeah. Yep, that was a good one. It says, uh, though Christians be not kept altogether from falling, yet they are kept from falling altogether. Oh, this yeah. should give us such such uh, uh, like hope, yeah. right? That should give us uh, confidence in knowing that as we've been called by our God, as our uh, as we've been elected, as He's uh, uh, justified us, and we've been talking about sanctified us mm-hmm. and, and regenerate us, that. He will see it through to completion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And despite you, despite me, despite yeah. our circumstances, still we'll see it through. And I like the, you know, he, the, we get into that farther down uh, in the paragraph, but like you said, the, the hope there, because especially as guys that are, you know, we're prone to fall. Mm-hmm. Like we're, you know, we fall down, we scrape up our knees, you know, we sprain a wrist, you know, and we, it's like you fall and it can be like, how many times is this going to happen? Am I ever going to make it? Am mm-hmm. I going to persevere? There's an, there's an old, uh, extreme song. Remember the band Extreme from no. the nineties? No, no. What they said? What? Well, give me like sing the song for real. more than words. I don't know that. You stop. No, it. now I'm you're just serious. doing what I do. No, no, no. no. <laughs> more than words. No. How do you know? Everybody knows more than words. No, I don't know. Well, you got to sing it. Give me the tune. I'm not going to sing well, it. Well, I, I can't do I'm not going to look it up. All right. So Extreme was this band. And the front man of the band was Gary Sharon. And Gary Sharon was a professing believer. Gary Sharon, by the way, uh, also uh, was in Van Halen for a short stint as vocalist. Uh, did not last. Anyways, more than words, like one of the most famous songs from the 90s. You've definitely heard it. <laughs> no, I'm sure I have. I, I just, I'm looking at the photo of their of the yeah. thing and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that, All right. look, that doesn't look like your music. So, so Gary, no, no, because a lot of their music was, was hard rock. And uh, mm. so anyways, they, and uh, Three Sides to Every Story was, uh, was a, a, an album that they wrote. And there's actually a lot of Christian themes in it. And there's this one. da 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 dee dee da 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 What? This is some of the lyrics and you're listening to First of all, you got to play it. Nobody knows what you're talking about. You know, I don't know. You don't know how to. Oh, it's about to go. Yeah. You're going to hear it. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know the song. What is this? Uh. Uh. It takes forever to even hear it. But yeah, they got they got they got to ease into it. There's no easing into this. Okay, you know what you're gonna like? Watch this video, and uh, then and then when we're done, you can watch the Jack Black uh, imitation of this. 
This is what I go to bed to every oh, night. Oh, you know what? I do know this song. Of not because of this, but it, it was in the office. Uh, Andy, remember guys? No, uh, when he no. had the no, yeah, 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 yeah. When they had the garden party, Ooh, and no. Andy, yeah, he wanted to sing the song with his dad, and his dad, you with know, his he, dad, with his dad, because okay. his, you know, uh, because his dad was not very affectionate towards him and everything. But instead, his dad singing with his brother is a lot better. Yeah, this is okay. I know the song. Yeah, it's a famous song. Famous song. Right. Yes, made I forgot famous. that you were five in the nineties. No, no, so no, no. Uh, yeah. Made famous by The Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Continue. All right. So, uh, but they have this song called Am I, Am I Ever Gonna Change uh, on Three Sides to Every Story. And it's this like gut wrenching uh, frustration that, 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 that the, the author of the song has with how many times they fail and fall. And you know, Paul t- experiences that and talks about it in Romans 7. Oh, yeah. And so what you're saying, Jimmy, is this is a, a doctrine that gives us hope because even though we uh, have this tendency to fail, uh, to hit pause on sanctification, hmm. uh, God guarantees that he will cause us to persevere in sanctification. See, I did that with the pause and the persevere. Persever- yeah, that, that's very good. Right. That's very good. But he continues on, or they continue on here. Let's see. Uh, but shall certainly persevere therein to the end and be eternally saved, seeing the gifts and callings of God are without repentance, from which source he still begets and nourishes the, in them faith, repentance, love, joy, hope, and all the graces of the Spirit unto immortality, and though many storms and floods arise and beat against them, yet they shall never be able to take them off that foundation and rock which by faith they are fastened upon. Mm-hmm. That's a mouthful. How do you summarize it? Uh, that perseverance is not the guarantee of heaven, but the guarantee of continuing to heaven. Yeah, right. And that's that's the emphasis that uh, that perseverance has, that the Reformed tradition has. Yeah. yeah. Listen, that you're going to heaven is glorious, right? That you have assurance of uh, of eternity is, is glorious. But perseverance of the saints is a doctrine that says you will continue in the faith to the end. Mm. Now, he says that this is because that the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance, meaning that they they are not revoked, mm. right? God doesn't change his mind. Yeah, he doesn't like, justify you and then go, eh, nah, never mind. Nah, I changed my mind like I did with the car today. <laughs> Psych. I was like, yeah, okay, how about uh, I'll offer you this much for it? And he's like, oh, okay, maybe. And I'm like, nah, nah I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Couldn't get my daughter a, a Mini Cooper. Yeah, oh, okay, thanks. Bye. Wasn't Mini Cooper the name of the girl on Wonder Years? I think that was Winnie Cooper. Oh. All right. Anyway, uh, it just it just popped into my head. I was wondering about that. All right. So the the gifts and the coins of God are without repentance. They are not revoked. They are not returned. Mm-hmm. God does not take them back. From which source He still begets and nourishes in them faith and repentance and love and joy and hope and all the graces of the Spirit unto immortality. So these things are still being cultivated yes. in the life, in the midst of your pause, as Joe is talking mm-hmm. about. So these are the things that we really ought to be looking for, right? And mm-hmm. so when you're seeing somebody who is struggling, uh, you want to talk to them about these issues, in particular, faith, repentance, uh, love, and joy, and hope. Uh, I've, I've had people that have been so caught up in their own sin that they've lost all assurance that they are saved. They're actually not doubting the truthfulness of the scripture. They're doubting the, the trueness of their faith. And so they're like, how, I mean, I don't even know if I believe. How do I know if I believe? I mean, I say that I believe, and I, I agree, but how do I know if it's not just assent and mm-hmm. it's not really trust? 
And so we go back to these things. It was like, let's talk about the nature of faith and what it is. And we kind of walk through that. And, uh, and we talk about repentance and, and hatred for sin and what love looks like and hope, right? What is your hope and your confidence before the face of God? Um, but no matter the, the storms and the floods that do arise, mm. and we're going to get into what that is like in just a minute, um, nothing can take us off of the rock that we are fastened upon by faith, right? Mm. Nothing can take us from Christ. Now, I know a lot of people want to know, like, well, wait a minute. But I, I see people trust in Jesus. I see people repent and believe and walk with yeah. the Lord and then only to turn around and become an atheist or a Satanist or a nun or uh or wait or a nun a nun not like n-u-n-n-o-n-e okay gotcha like a like, nun <laughs> you're like yeah oh they became a satanist or worse yet a nun a nun with that crazy <laughs> habit that they wear on the on their head well we're also gonna wear the habit well the, you know that's where the phrase come kick the habit it came from the reformation oh yeah they used to kick those nuns Mm-hmm. That's where that came from. Yeah, look Church. it up, Google it. Yeah, Church History with Joe freaking Thord. <laughs> That's gonna be our next podcast. We gotta have a whole series, Church History with Joe freaking Thorne. Little known fact: <laughs> Martin Luther coined the term "kicking the habit" to refer to as his treatment of the Catholic nuns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what were we talking about? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you, you're not going to be removed from Christ. All right. So, this next section. You get to read it, because I read it at the beginning. you got to read all the sections. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Notwithstanding, through unbelief and the temptations of Satan, the sensible sight of the light and love of God may for a time be clouded and obscured from them, yet he is still the same. Why are you... Joe's over here like, no, acting I'm like a mime. No, He's I'm acting not. like a mime, like, oh, it's okay. clouded. Oh, I can't get out of this well, box. You, people are trying to listen and follow okay, don't, don't focus on me. Focus on the... <laughs> well, it's hard when you're right across. Okay. okay. For a time, it may be clouded and obscured from them, and yet he is still the same and they shall be sure to be kept by the power of God unto salvation where they shall enjoy their purchased possession. They being engraved upon the palm of his hands and their names having been written in the book of life from all eternity. All right. All right. So, okay. Not bad. Uh, you know, working through my distractions, mm-hmm, uh, you mm-hmm. failed, but then you, you brought I, it back. No, so I understand. You stumbled. I, you didn't fall all the way away. Oh, I, I, you I, stumbled, but I enabled you to persevere. I caused you to persevere. Yeah, I, 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 I was, I bend, but I do not break. There it is. I like that. So you could be called unbreakable or you could be called bendable. I'll go with bendable for you. All right. So through unbelief in the temptations of Satan, mm-hmm. something can happen. All right, so through unbelief, which is a quality that every Christian struggles with it from time to time, if yeah. not for a lot of the time, right? Our faith is incomplete, so there is some mixture of unbelief in our belief and the temptations of the devil, right? Because of that, the sensible sight of the light and love mm. of God may for a time be clouded and obscured from How them. often do we hear that? How often do we hear that as we're working with people, as we're counseling with people, as uh, as we're ministering to people, this sense of like God is distant, God yeah. is far off. I don't see the hand of God in my life. I don't see that. It doesn't feel like his face is shining upon me. Yeah. feels like God turned his back on me. Yeah. And if God turned his back on me, there must not really be a God. Yeah. Because why would he turn his back on me? I'm I'm awesome. Yeah. Or if there is a God, pff, well, I don't like him. Yeah. Then why, yeah, why would why, I want to be with him in he, that sense? He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't stick up for me. He doesn't mm-hmm. like help me. He does it when, when I'm. So are you not this? hearing the cries of my heart, Lord? Like, right. why are you not giving me these things that I'm asking for? These are good and sensible things. Why is it that I'm not receiving them? Right. So people get there and we all get there. We don't just see it as pastors. We experience it where you feel this way, where um, like the love of God is obscured from us. And I now, Joe, you were, you were in the midst of that season in 2011. 
And then in 2012, the Lord brought okay. you me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, for all of our first time listeners, Jimmy's just making stuff up. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking uh, about? No, 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 I am not. Because here's the thing. Uh, hold on. 2011? I, never doubted, I never doubted God's love. Mm-mm, it wasn't about that. Yeah. But you didn't fully embrace or experience it? No, that, that's no, not I'm, it. I'm pretty no, sure you pretty didn't sure. experience it fully no, until the no. fofo, until Listen, the light of the fofo shine. 2011, I was bored. That's all it was. I was bored. I was bored. I was, that's it. So that's all that you solved. You know, I'll take that. Okay. Okay. So yeah, anyways. I don't feel like that was a negative in my direction. Just so you know. A little bit of it. No, it wasn't. Um, so not only can the love of God, the light and love of God be obscured from us mm-hmm. in, in our, uh, in our faith journey, but off even like the, the work of God in us can be obscured, uh, in us so that people can't see what God is doing at all. Because yeah, so those are around so us are, yes, those around us are looking and saying, where is this? Where's the fruit of this faith? Yeah, like I, and we'll talk more about that in the in next week because we're, we're as we get into this, we're going to look at at a number of other parts of the confession mm. as well as other scriptures. So there can be a time where salvation doesn't make a lot of sense, either when you're looking at an individual or when you're looking at yourself. Yet at the same time, we're told that person will be kept by the power of God unto salvation, where they will enjoy their purchased possession. Mm. Now. And then it, it, this is this gets us back to uh, the hope that Jimmy was talking about earlier. They being engraved upon the palm of his hand, and their names having been written in the book of life from all eternity. Right. So I mean, this is a, uh, this is a pretty significant um, doctrine for us because these these ideas, right, that God is, uh, as I say, like tattooed our names mm. on his hand like so that whenever he extends his hand out to act he sees and is reminded not that he needs reminding but he sees and is reminded oh i'm interacting with my child the one that mm-hmm. i've purchased or our names are written in the book of life from all eternity like that that's it's done it's done it's it does not change of. i mean malachi 3 6 for i the lord do not change therefore you O children of jacob are mm. not consumed even though you deserve it even though you've walked away yeah. even though you've 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 sought after these idols because you changed because you changed uh, that doesn't mean i'm gonna change that's right but that's oh. what we are right like oh, yeah. oh you changing on me uh, i got time to deal with this yeah you stupid ignorant fool i'm not Messing with, with you. you. Yeah, forget this. <laughs> that, that, you know, like, I'm not doing this. All right. So uh, big picture here as we're talking about this. So this is kind of a lead in to the whole mm-hmm. uh, chapter. Perseverance of the saints is different from once saved, always saved and eternal security in that at best, the best versions of once saved, always saved. It's merely saying that a person who is given the gift of salvation uh, will uh, never lose that gift. Yeah. But it isn't saying enough about the nature of faith or the doctrine of sanctification. Uh, in fact, many people who hold to this view or hold the once saved, always saved eternal security view would say, well, you're given the gift of salvation, then you become an atheist and you live the rest of your life as a God-hating atheist and you're still going to pop up in heaven because God gave you the gift of salvation and he doesn't take it back. So it's an incomplete view of sanctification yeah. that uh, that causes problems. So perseverance is different in that it is an emphasis on what God does in the life or the soul of a believer yeah. that guarantees their progress or their continuance unto heaven, mm-hmm. not just the gift of heaven. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at DocNDevo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DocTrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday, blog post on Wednesdays, video content on Fridays. Later. Later.